Meet Yelp for Restaurants. Not the software company, but the people who love restaurants so much they formed a team dedicated to our industry. Before Catherine joined the customer success team, she managed the modern in New York. Yeah, that modern. Before Julia joined the team, she worked at Oshaval in Chicago for half a decade. Yelp is for restaurants because our people are restaurant people. Meet the new Yelp at restaurants.yelp.com forward slash podcast. Welcome to Restaurant Marketing School. I'm Josh Kopel, a Michelin-rated restaurateur. Together with Natasha Miller, we're unpacking the tools and tactics used by million-dollar marketing agencies to help you grow your restaurant. Join us daily to get a marketing tip you can use in your restaurant today. Today, we're talking about the top three things to focus on. Natasha, what are the three things I should focus on every day? Well, there are so many things that can get in your way to focus. So I would say making sure that you are driving sales. Like it's got to be about sales, but of course it has to be about profit. Then not just the sale, the inbound sale or what is expected, but upselling. And then making sure that everyone that is drawn to your brand, to your restaurant, to your food, to your experience, knows who you are, what you're doing, and how well you're doing it. So let's unpack that. Let's talk about that in practical application, and we'll use your business as the model. How are you set up to focus on sales every single day? I make sure that my team is aware of our top three priorities, and we really drill into that. So one of the things that I say to everyone is, okay, just reminder, whatever you're working on, if it's not driving to sales, if it's not driving to these other two things, stop doing it. Stop doing it. Recalibrate, take a moment and go to sales. And I think reminding people is necessary. Do you have specific targets that they have to hit month in and month out? Yeah. So we have goals that are quarterly, annually, and then we break them down and we do adjust for the quarters. So each quarter is different in our industry. The fourth quarter is the biggest. So I don't make our goals or our metrics flat. So they are relative to what we did last year during those quarters. And then they account for the growth that I want to add. So in one week, we may be short $30,000, but the way our industry works, I know we could make it up. So you can't drill on our industry, our people. If you're not making your weekly, it's more about, does it all come out in the wash? But being cognizant of doing the work to make sure you're moving things forward all the time. Now, what about upselling? How do you have a central focus on upselling every day? What do those tasks look like? If someone calls us, they typically want one or two things they know for sure we do. And it's our job to tell them all the other things that we have to provide for them that they may not be aware of. We need to upsell every kind of service or product that we have that will suit and benefit them. We don't want them going to another vendor for that. It's actually not good for them. And of course, it's not good for us. So it's that, do you want fries with that sort of idea? And again, we're not trying to ask our clients to buy stuff they don't want or stuff they don't need. We just want as much of the market share of what they're purchasing for this event to come to us. Well, and I think it's also important to mention here that you do a great job of showing and telling. So one of the things that it took me a long time to figure out when selling events for the restaurants 
was that the people that were coming to me were nervous. They were apprehensive. They were either booking events for people that they loved or people that paid them money. And there's stress associated with both of these. So I could say, listen, we can do this beautiful tray pass thing and it'll be great. And maybe they would buy it. Maybe they wouldn't. But when I showed it to them, when I showed them images and videos and a trailer of what this event could potentially look like, not only were they willing to spend more money, but there was also an ease about that decision because they knew that they wouldn't be disappointed. I love that. If we were able to show and even better, like have the client experience it in real time versus a demo, man, we would be able to sell a lot. It's just hard to do that every day, day in and day out. Now let's talk about awareness. So you also think it's incredibly important that you need to focus on brand awareness every day. How do you focus on it every day? I did something that in my industry is kind of unheard of, especially since we're small businesses, right? A lot of the events industry and the restaurant industry are mom and pop shops. So your first hire or your 10th hire isn't going to be a full-time social media PR communications person right? They're not revenue generating directly. But I did that in late 2019. And wow, what an incredible need I had come March 2020. And now I have a gal that's full-time at Entire Productions that is rolling out social media every single day. And she is using current things that are happening as well as going back into the archives of our crazy, wild, over-the-top events. The imagery is amazing. When do you see that? You can't deny that we have done excellent work for amazing companies. So it just shows our proof of authority. It also shows how bold and exciting we are. And it's not somebody just doing it one-off haphazardly. But it's also not this brilliant, overthought, over-designed, over-color-paletted affair, which I think is really pretty. But I think it is not necessarily as authentic and organic looking to the end user. It's more believable when it's not all perfect. And when you put all of this together, these three things, and it's your central focus every day, what did that do to the overall dynamics of your business? How long did it take for you to see a change in, let's say, top line sales? Well, we were coming back up, going from multi-million dollars in sales to zero. So what I saw, actually, with all of those things is from zero to over a million dollars in a pandemic where people could not get together and eat or mingle, drink, have fun. So that was a great thing. And I think so many of the industry were going out of business or they were just shuttered for a certain amount of time. And I wanted us to show that we were alive, kicking, scratching, fighting. We're there for our clients. And I think the perception of the outcome of our social media is that we're much bigger than we were, we're much busier than we were, and we're not trying to fool anyone, but it gives our clients peace of mind. Ah, oh, they're still there, their team, and they can still support us. And wow, I see all these virtual events that they're doing now, right? It's confidence. Hey, it's Josh. Do you want to spend 60 minutes planning out a profitable 2022 with me? Just you and me on Zoom, camera on, pen and paper out, getting you super clear on exactly what your goals are and how you're going to achieve them. It's free, even though the call is worth like a gazillion dollars. Go to planwithjosh.com to book that call with me. That's planwithjosh.com. 
josh.com to book a one-hour strategy session to make sure that 2022 is your most profitable year yet. If you want to hear previous episodes or check out our other content, go to restaurants.yelp.com forward slash marketing school. Thank you so much for listening to the show. You can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. While you're there, please leave us a review. I'm Josh Kopel, and you've been listening to Restaurant Marketing School.